Welcome to Digimon Chronicles Episode 2. This is MJ. I'm an author. I'm an artist. I'm an analyzer. And I'm going to be reading for you today. This is only going to have the reading in it. Next episode, the uh, 2.5, will have the reaction and thoughts to Digimon Seekers 1-2. Uh, so today, <laughs> like I said, I'm going to be reading to you Part 2 of Chapter 1, A.G. Wolf of the Ninth Avenue. And this is 1400 and... 30 words, or 1,430 words, and I predict it'll take me about 9 minutes to read. I'm reading a copy and pasted version, so hopefully I don't have any stumbles like I did last time with some of the text overlapping <clears throat> and being unreadable, unintelligible, whatever. Uh, so, here we go. Tokyo University of Electrical and Computer Engineering was established as a major government program to favor and support science students who will be responsible for the future of science, technology, and the nation itself. Although relatively new, it boasts top-class research and is responsible for great strides in the field of information engineering. It's located in the Denrin District, which has become the new center of the multinational city of Tokyo. The university's reputation as a good starting point for work with global companies and so-called big tech companies has made it increasingly popular <coughs> with prospective students. Adjacent to the Denrin campus, there is another facility. Abedin Electronics Corporation. AE is a leading company involved in electronic terminals, network equipment, and fabulous semiconductors. The Abedin Electronics Digital Lab, DDL, was AE's research and development center. The first floor lobby of DDL is simpler than AG ever imagined. It is nothing but a reception desk and a run-of-the-mill waiting bench. The large display on the wall is not only advertising AE, it's also showing prairies, dense forests, polar seas, mountain ranges, rapids with autumn leaves, underground and caves, environmental images of nature from each of the four seasons. The digital lab is a research facility. A's headquarters is elsewhere. The exterior walls of the gently curved lab are greened, and there is no company logo or recognizable signage. Anyone passing by might think it is the building of the University of Electrocommunications next door. A.G. looks at his reflection in the glass. He is dressed in his usual casual attire. Casual attire is apparently allowed at DDL. <clears throat> the people who work here are supposed to be the elite with the very best minds in the field. A freelancer with a high school diploma would be out of place. But A.G. walked to the reception desk without any hesitation. Because he's here to work. Hello there. A.G. starts with a greeting. It's directed at the receptionist. Huh? What's with this suspicious-looking kid? She looks at A.G. as if she's not sure what to make of him. He's not wearing a square backpack, so it should be obvious this isn't a food delivery. Ah, uh, well, perhaps there are occasional college students or passers-by who mistakenly enter the lab. Maybe he's being mistaken for one of them. I have an appointment. Do you mind if I type it into this tablet? A research facility is bound to have trade secrets. There are several strong guards at the gate on the other side. If this were the United States, they would be carrying handguns. Yes, okay then. Her voice is cute, too. She has short, voluminous hair that is tucked in at the collar. While her style is plain, like you'd expect of someone who works at a lab, she has a small face 
and a slender neck and shoulders. Is that your real name? I tend to use an alias when at work. <clears throat> Excuse me, but are you in a show business or a writer? Neither. It's not a strange name or a pen name. AG, like most code crackers, uses his street name when at work. Please use your real name if you don't mind. AG Nagasumi is phone number, appointed time, and reason for meeting enough? Hatsune. AG takes a look at her nameplate. Please don't get all casual on me. Okay, Hatsune. Uh, Hatsune, the receptionist, twitched her temples. If you're here on business, put your company's name here. I don't have a company yet. Ugh. Well, my occupation is... What was that guy's department again? Oh, this is such a pain in the neck. AG takes out his smartphone. Tomonori Ryusenji, professor. Tapping the address, he sends an I'm here message and decides to wait in the lobby. There are several other guests waiting. They all received guest passes from reception. They all look more like academics than businessmen, as if they are attending a university of computer science. AG looks at the object in the center of the lobby. Three spheres floating in the air. Each sphere has a distinctive mark engraved on it. They are in a circle, more or less. They are rotating, overlapping each other. They were like three globular clusters, gravitationally pulling each other in space. Were these here before? A closer look leaves A.G. astonished. This three-dimensional image is... a hollow eyes. Hey, Feng! A voice calls out his codecracker name from the other side of the gate. At the same time, the three objects collapse and disappear without a trace. A.G. turns around. His height is about 170 centimeters. He's a chiseled man with a bit of a gr with a bit of gray and a slight Caucasian look to him. He must be in his 60s, but his gait and posture are good, making him appear much younger. His presence is more apparent in the reactions of those around him than in the man himself. Everyone in the lobby takes notice of his unexpected appearance. Hello, Professor Ryusenji. He is, the, he is one of the co-founders of Aberdeen Electronics. He is extremely wealthy. He still owns more than 20% of the shares of AE, which has a market capitalization of more than $100 billion. He also happens to be a university professor. He is the boss of Ryusenji Laboratory, which is well known in the industry, and is currently a professor emeritus at the Tokyo University of Electrical and Computer Engineering. As one of the top executives of his company, he has built it into a world-class company in the past 10 to 20 years. This is my first time meeting Cracker Fang, but it certainly doesn't feel that way. I suppose you could call him a man from above the clouds. In normal circumstances, Ryusenji is not a person with whom Eiji would feel at ease. Because we're always talking over voicemail. Yes, it's me, Eiji Nagasumi. Eiji introduces himself again. Well, Fang, or Eiji, let's get going. Sorry for all the trouble we put you through, which reminds me, I'll get you a guest pass. Ryusenji goes to the reception. The suspicious kid had so casually invited the de facto boss of Japan AE that the receptionist, Hatsune, has become a little nervous and increasingly suspicious. Yes, sir, right away. I'm going to D4 and need a co-researcher. Huh. The board has given its approval just this morning. Oh, okay, understood. Hatsune is surprised twice as she taps the terminal to confirm and issue the pass. 
For the first time, he holds up the special pass he has been issued and walks through the detection gate with guards standing by, saluting him. Just by doing so, A.G. feels a little more mature. As they walk down the corridor, employees and researchers passing by greet Ryusenji. A.G. stands behind him, scurrying around and returning their smiles. For whatever reason, it's a great feeling. Professor Ryusenji, why are you called Professor? Why not the President, Vice President, or Chairman of the Board? Probably because Professor is what describes me best. Being a researcher apparently suits him. He's already left the management of AE to his former subordinates. A.G. is not sure how to deal with the management of a large company, but he is somewhat more comfortable talking to a university professor. Before we go to the office, there is something I would like you to see. I'd like you to take a look at it, too. I wonder what it could be. I can hardly wait. This way. They take the elevator to the next floor, where they are met by another guarded gate. It's not the airport-style detection gate in the lobby. It's a bulkhead. The area ahead seems to be completely isolated from the rest of the DDL building. The D4 compartment. This is Abedin Electronics' top secret. The core research that will determine the future of our company is being conducted here. Ryusenji explains its importance. The core of DDL, AE's state-of-the-art research facility, is in D4. AG is forced to leave his phone and personal belongings in the hands of a security guard. He is also subjected to a rigorous body check. What is it? Ryusenji, who passed through the bulkhead gate earlier, looks back at AG. Um, I'm not sure. I'm ready. What? It's just an experience, as all. Are you not into attractions? Huh? You mean the fun kind? Well, it's not like we're genetically engineering dinosaurs or researching the zombie virus. Though that would be pretty interesting. Relaxed by Ryu Senji's joke, A.G. passes through the D4 gate. And inside is... And that is the end of the reading of Part 2 of Chapter 1 of Digimon Seekers. Like I said before, the next episode will be Episode 2.5, Digimon Chronicles, that is. And it will contain my reaction to this episode. Although I will take a moment to say there were a few uh, areas, uh, maybe two, where I think there were errors made um, in the translation. And I'll be curious to see if the translation uh, is much improved as time goes on and they get feedback, because I've already seen people complaining a little bit about it being machine translated or not, uh, and people debating about that, so who knows. Anyway, uh, until next time, this is MJ, and, uh, well, you'll hear my reaction next time. And if you want to skip my reactions, um, you can just go <laughs> jump off at the end of the episode when I say, hey, now I'm going to react, or you can find the uh, reaction-only episodes um, with a little time and a little feedback I'll figure out how exactly I'm going to format these because I can go either way including it or not including it and we'll just see maybe if it's if it's too much work for me to split them up and nobody is asking for me to split them up I'll just keep them combined but we shall see I hope you enjoyed that go to mjmunoz.com to leave any questions comments or other feedback you might have there you can find all of my analysis art and fiction I cover books, tokusatsu, comic books, anime, and more. Look around. You're sure to find something else that you'll enjoy as well. This has been a Story Over Everything production.